What? What? Man, people uh. come up. Get it. Super Bowl, homeboy! Super Bowl, homeboy! It's coming! But actually, first, it's Pro Bowl, homeboy! Oh, the Pro Bowl, what a waste of no time. No one likes the Pro Bowl. I had an idea about the Pro Bowl. Did Wait, you? first, this is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Yeah, and I'm Dave. I'm Ralph. Hi, Dave. Hi! Um, so I'm bringing it back. Congratulations for tuning in. Oh, yeah! Right Congratulations Dave. for listening yeah. to this fine podcast. Fine Episode podcast. 21. Yeah? Uh, 21's my favorite number, you know. No way. It sure is. Okay. You know why? Because uh, somebody on Ohio State wore nope. it. Kevin Garnett. Really? Mm-hmm. The big ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. I would. I mean, you know, back in the day when he was when he was the kid and everything. But I would have uh, not known that. Once he got old, it didn't do it for me. But well, when he got old, though, he got crotchety. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, he seemed angry. He was angry. So uh, this trip's right with Ralph and Dave. So hey, we got some football to talk I'm about. I'm Dave. We don't know. Uh, yeah, we already did that. Um, we got some football to talk about. You. Um, we have. Some, we have. We have a Super Bowl set. We have uh, two big games to go over. Uh, yeah, we we called it Chiefs 49ers. Yeah. That was our prediction. It was kind of a no-brainer. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the Packers stood a better chance than the Titans did, but um, the Titans put up a better fight. Well, that's true. Yeah. I guess you never, you never, you never quite know. So, um, yeah, there were there were there were a couple good games. We'll go through them in a second. Yeah, uh, playoff league wise, I'm feeling very good. You did send me a, an encouraging text. Yes, yeah. I think it was about my love of Mahomes. Probably it was. something about loving his face. I don't think you went that far. I said he was pretty. No, you. No? You kept that away. About the pretty babies he and his lady are going to make? No. No, wasn't that? No, wasn't even close. Hmm. Was it about his brother's weird TikTok obsession? I don't believe I knew about his brother's weird okay. TikTok obsession right, well, until now. now. I'm just, well, now I'm, just, uh, now I'm just going for it. Um, What's his brother's name? His brother's name is Jackson. I follow him as well. He's kind of a strange kid. He's probably Older or 19, younger? 19. Okay. I think he's he, yeah, he's younger. Um, so he's only famous because of his brother. Yeah, and he he and uh, Brittany, the girlfriend, they seem to be best friends. Patrick's oh. girlfriend. Okay. They seem to be BFF. They hang out all the time. Um they're they're interesting. They're interesting. But I love it. It's it's like I'm a part of their little family because I follow them. That sounded creepy. Do you know how many that people, sounded stalkerish? Do you know how many people probably share that same sentiment with you that they think <laughs> because they listen to this? No, 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 no. <laughs> because they follow somebody on Instagram and they think they're a part of their life. Yeah, I suppose. And I didn't mean it to sound as creepy as I'm sure it did. Stalkerish, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, no, I don't actually think I'm a part of their family. I'm leaving. <laughs> Like Joey Tribbiani with yeah. uh, when Brooke Shields was the she thought she was watching him in his home when he was on the soap opera. I missed that one. And she met him and thought he was actually Dr. Drake Ramore, and oh. she was watching him through a magical box in her living room. Oh boy, <laughs> what's she doing with herself? Classic. These days? I don't Shields. know. I think she died. No, she's still with us. I guess I wouldn't know, and I have no desire to look it up. Yeah. 
Uh, so <clears throat> fantasy league wise, uh, I'm feeling real good. I got a 20 point lead. I was talking to uh, Mike, the trivia master tonight, because he's basically my last um, competition that's mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling, uh, fe- oh, did I X out of, oh. You're feeling all right. Oh, no, I didn't. Right. Um, yeah, I'm feeling real good. So I'm, I got a, I got a 20 point lead. Okay. Um, he, I have Mahomes and Kelsey and Kelsey and the Kansas city defense left. Okay. Uh, he has, it's actually, it's interesting. He has Damian Williams and Tyree kill. Okay. Now with me having Mahomes, that pretty much cancels out what Tyree kill is going to do. But if for some reason it is a Damian Williams game, which it won't be. Well, you, uh, well, that's true. You kind of know. But it's also he also has the San Francisco defense, so he and I each have defenses in the game. Okay, um, which I think is pretty, which I think is pretty interesting. So, interessante. Uh, I, I kind of feel like Mahomes having Mahomes, he will be the biggest piece of everything they do, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like one touchdown to Kelsey, and that'll be the end of it. Like mm-hmm. that'll kind of kill his chances. Um. Close behind Will, uh, Les's um, nephew's close behind. He only has Tevin Coleman, and Tevin Coleman has a little owie, it seemed like, after that Yeah, game. I think his arm fell off. Yeah, they. Uh, I think they sewed it back on, and it just hangs there now. It's just It's just for show at this point. Yeah. Um, Les has Harrison Butker, so he's pretty well out. <laughs> Butker. <laughs> and he's down at, uh, let's see... Uh, he's like eighty points behind me. <laughs> but all that KC does is score touchdowns, so he's not going to score much. Just kicking extra points. No, he's not. And then yeah. Kurt still has Raheem Mostert and Sammy Watkins, who both went off this weekend. Mm-hmm. But it still didn't catch him up too much. He's at one seventy four. I'm at two fifty seven. So he he had the best possible performance this past weekend. Could be lost to any players. And then Bill. Oh, Bill, Mr. Oh, Bill. Thanks for playing, Bill. Except he has Debo, Kittle, Hardman, and Sanders all still in, but the problem is that those guys apparently are all terrible. Kittle doesn't do anything anymore. And refresh my memory. It's like uh, you only draft, you don't have a bench. No bench. Whoever you have is. It's who you have is who you have. You draft a starting lineup. That's why I got Mahomes last, because you only draft one quarterback. Five had been taken. Everybody had there. So I just could wait, 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 wait. If I hadn't noticed that, I would have taken him earlier. Yeah. So feeling good. Um... Anything you want to get into before we talk? Uh, well, actually, before we go into the actual games, I'm sorry. I'm all... I was, how, I was drinking. See how I said I was low energy, and now I just... It just... Yeah, <laughs> it was Rage Against the Machine did that. That is what usually does it. Um, you, uh, uh, you posted in the chat this week that you are putting up Patrick Mahomes uh, on the block. I did, I did say that, didn't I? Interestingly enough, this is in Westeros, the IDP, the one that I won. Yeah. And I recall trying to go after Mahomes fairly hard. I feel yeah. like Zeke was included. Mm-hmm. Dak was included. I, you know, and uh, no no dice. No. And then once I win the championship in this empire and can't trade anymore, and all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes is on the block. Eh? So the reason I did it was mm-hmm. not because I can't mm-hmm. trade with you. You... Ralph Sievert are yes. one of my favorite trade partners. Oh, thanks, buddy. So that it has. I feel the same way. In no way does it have anything to do with that. Well, I do feel the same way about you, my friend. Okay, um, so I don't want you to take offense. But the reason yeah. here's the reason. <laughs> I thought it was in the frozen chat initially, and oh. I got really mad because I thought he's offering up Mahomes, and I have Mahomes. He's offering up <laughs> my guy for trade. Wouldn't that be something? A nice little <laughs> wrinkle. And then I 
realized it was in Westeros. That'd be something fun to talk about with Rich. <laughs> I propose somebody else's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, like everybody's available to everybody yeah. else. Like just That'd be a lot of fun. Offering him up. Um, the reason I did it is Mahomes right now is at peak oh, sure. value. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, actually, Danny messaged me right away. Why do you want to give up Mahomes? I said, uh, because I can, was my answer. He's like, okay. Well, what do you want, he says. So I did get some nibbles. We've been rewatching the, we've been rewatching the league, Claire and I. Nice. And this seems a lot like, I, like Andre gets a trade offer. He goes, what? Is he injured? I'm, what's wrong with him? Why am I getting this offer? And all of a sudden he thinks somebody's like ahead of the game yep. on him. Yeah. <laughs> That's and really, great. they're just messing around and shouldn't even be offering the trade. Anyway, yeah. so you got some nibbles. I got some nibbles. What so kind we'll of nibbles? S- we'll see what happens. Like any that are actually worth considering? Not probably yet, no. not. No. It's just in the beginning stages. I mean, Mahomes in a super flex is just... Yeah. I, th- I'm trying to picture what would actually... I mean, I, I love him, so I feel like I wouldn't trade him no matter what. But mm. I feel like if you're going to trade him, you're in a situation where you have like... Four or five quarterbacks on roster. Mm-hmm. Two to three of those are, you know, two you're confident in. Like, let's say you have Dak and Jameis, you feel pretty good. You have Darnold waiting the wings, mm-hmm. like those kind of guys. Yeah. And that's when you can get rid of Mahomes at peak, you sure. know, peak for peak value. Because who else do you have? You have Dak. I have Dak and Breeze. Okay. Are my two quarterbacks. So obviously, I would want a quarterback back in the deal. Do you have high picks in that? You know, your high picks... Do you have high picks in there? I have three. How I have high? third pick. Oh, third pick. Yeah. One, so three. Burrow will be gone. Yeah. And then... So you're probably taking well, you a running... Know. Probably taking a running back, though. No, I... Know. You know. And I do need running back help. Cause... Although, quarterbacks don't go as high in those rookie drafts of for Westeros as I would think they should. People don't value quarterbacks in Superflex like they should. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, Burrow should go number one... In Superflex. Well, I guarantee you in, in Frozen, he's going one. Yeah, guarantee you guarantee you yeah. will. And then best available running back will also go number two in Frozen. Ugh. And then with my 9 and 12, I'm still, I'll probably do best player available. BPA, they call it. How can I feel so <laughs> down in the dumps after winning the first two seasons of this league? And I don't yet, know. I feel like my team is trash and there's nowhere to go but down. How does that happen? I think I have a problem. You don't have a problem. No? No. Okay. You're, you're okay. Okay. I think it's common. Is it? You're jealous that I have your pick. <laughs> and I didn't get it from you. I got it from somebody else. So that just hurts even more. Yeah, but I keep telling mm-hmm. myself that the whole... Well, actually, you know what I thought is... Look at how much the no trading rule in Empire Leagues makes such a difference. It's Because yeah. here I am in Frozen, I'm making deal after deal after deal after deal, crafting the perfect team, mm-hmm. and I've won two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you can't trade, it took us five, six years, and it was perfect storm. It had to be perfect Especially storm. for me, yeah. where that team had to all gel perfectly for, yeah. for me to repeat. It's that no trading rule. That's just it's no joke. It's tough. It's no joke, especially when you're stubborn like I am, and you sit on players that you shouldn't sit on. Antonio Brown <laughs> and AJ Green. Yeah, but I didn't cough that one. He's yeah. at least a nice person. He is. Oh, but did you see the video of him live? Maybe it's not new. Maybe it's old. He was live streaming him yelling at the cops as they were escorting away his 
ex and his kids. Why would AJ Green do that? No, no, no. Antonio Brown. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just yelling horrible, like awful, inappropriate things at his baby mama and his kids and the cops. And I'm just like, what is wrong? And he's live streaming it. Like, what is wrong with this guy? He's got some issues. He needs, uh, he needs, uh, like a padded room somewhere. Like somebody, like a Jerry Rice or a Randy Moss, he needs someone to, to sit with him and, listen, dude, whatever you're doing, just stop. We gotta talk. Just stop. Yeah. Because the only way he plays again is, like, minimum contract, incentive-laden, because no one's going to pay him a bunch of money. And I maintain after that he's probably he's not. He's probably not going to. I surmise he will, so this should be fun. Surmise. Yeah. Interesting. You maintain, I surmise. Okay, fair. I'm pontificating. <laughs> uh, let's go through the games, huh? Yeah. We had two. <laughs> so, two. So this should be a nice short segment here. Yeah, I'm going to breeze right by. Um, which, uh, which game do you want to take the lead on? Um, do you have a preference? I'll take the lead on the, the Packers losing. <laughs> well, then I will go for the Chiefs. So the Chiefs won 24. Uh, notice, sorry, sorry, sorry. Do you sorry, notice how I said Niners? I didn't say Niners winning. I said Packers No, I, I heard okay. what you said. Does that deserve a horn or so is that exciting. saved for when the Vikings no. are involved? Okay. Go back home. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. That's pretty good. Thanks. Uh, Tannehill. So, okay, here's the main theory. Uh, not theory. It's not a theory. We all watched it. Are you pontificating? The, <laughs> I don't know that word. The the This game was all about game script. The Titans <laughs> want to win by running Derrick Henry. And they got behind and couldn't do it anymore. And, by, and at that point, they were screwed. They mm-hmm. couldn't do what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And when you have Tannehill dropping back and throwing it every single down, it just doesn't work, and they had no chance at that point. They, Like you said, they put up a better fight than we thought they would. Mm-hmm. So Tannehill threw for a couple hundred yards. He had two touchdowns. He rushed three times for 11 yards. Uh, there was also uh, Kern, the punter. He had a fake punt for 28 yards and a first down. Interesting because it was the point of the game where everybody in the world knew they were faking. Right. And yet they executed it beautifully. Still worked. What were the Chiefs thinking? Um, <clears throat> Derrick Henry at 19 for 69 and a touchdown, just not his normal self. But again, the game script, it got away from them. He had two catches for negative eight yards. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> when they blew him up, they blew him up. Um I'm not used to seeing Derrick Henry getting knocked, you know, knocked in the backfield. Uh, Corey Davis had five for 65. A.J. Brown, three for 51. Janu has been really coming on. Three for 38. He's looked good. I mean, this that wasn't huge, but he's been right. looking good. Humphreys had four catches. And then the touchdowns went to Ferkser and Kelly, who I'm assuming is another tight end. Are those both tight ty- Ferkser for sure is a tight end. Yeah, I think Kelly's a tight end. He sounds like a tight end. Yeah, he's, he is he another does. one, one, and one star. It was one reception <laughs> yeah. on one target you love for one yard mm-hmm. and one touchdown and a one-yard average. Yeah, it's that Fells line. Um, Mahomes, 294 and three touchdowns. He also had eight for 53, and that touchdown that he ran, it was a 27 yards or something, 
Um, he was just, he tiptoed down the line, he spun out, he ran through people, it was beautiful. It was like he was playing Madden on Rookie. It was. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, as Al Michaels would say, he was just playing in the street. Um, Because he knows about street ball. Yeah, exactly. Damian Williams, 17 for 45 and a touchdown, and then he had five catches for 44 yards. Mm Mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins had a huge game, 7 for 114 and 1. I remember a couple bad drops, though, but he ended up with a nice line. Tyreek didn't have a lot of yardage, but he had two touchdowns, 5 for 67, and he had a rush for 7. Demarcus Robinson had 2 for 31. Kelsey, 3 for 30. I would like to see Kelsey get involved in the Super Bowl because that wasn't very good. I'm glad I maintained a lead because Kelsey didn't help me very much. So ultimately... It was never really in doubt. The Chiefs, um, it was close early, and Chiefs pulled away, and then the Titans couldn't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. (laughs) It's a good push. It was. Anyway, want to go on to the Packers loss? Yeah, 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 I do. This is exciting. (laughs) Um, So the final score, San Fran 37, Packers 20. There's a couple interesting things about this game. I would love to hear them. First... Packers had zero points in the first half. They may have passed away in that first half. Yeah. And uh, their coach was not happy with... Uh, they had a lack of fire, he said. Well, the yeah. 49ers defensive yeah, line is no just... Fire. Yeah. Ag- they're, aggressive. They're amazing. We'll yeah. They're a, they're a fine uh, front line. So, uh, Aaron Rodgers... You know Rogers, on that line, right? Uh, Bosa. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. where he went to school? Yeah. Okay. I think Akron. He was a, he was a zip. <laughs> he wasn't a zip. He wasn't no, a zip. That's not accurate. Oh. No, it was Akron, not accurate. <laughs> Sorry. In a losing effort. <laughs> in a losing effort, uh Rogers had two touchdowns and two INTs, three hundred twenty six yards. He was sacked three times. Uh Aaron Jones ran for fifty six yards and a touchdown. And uh, he even caught a touchdown as well. So uh if uh you had him on your team in your playoff thing, that would have been pretty big too. That would have helped. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. My running but, backs got knocked out real early though. Yeah, because I bet on the Saints. That's all right. It happens. Um, Devonte Adams continued from what he did the in the uh, divisional round. He had nine receptions on eleven targets for one hundred and thirty eight yards. Wasn't able to get in though. Um, Jace Sternberger. That's how they say his name in Green Bay. Oh, yeah? Sternberger. He had the other uh, touchdown. Okay, okay. So, bully on them. Uh, Jimmy G, you ready for this? Are you sitting down? I'm ready. He threw eight (laughs) times for 77 yards. In a dominating effort, he threw eight times. This guy... There was no way if San Francisco has to beat the Chiefs through the air, it's not happening. No. No. They need another performance from Mostert. Well, they need their defense to step up and really knock Mahomes around a little bit, too. 220 yards and one, two, three, four touchdowns for Raheem Mostert. Yep, Yep, that happened. Tevin Coleman had six for 21, but then his arm fell off. Yep. Brita had one rush. Um, Debo Samuel outrushed Brita. I love Debo Samuel as a runner. I know. He's just an all-around fun player. He might be one of my targets in the offseason to try and uh, pry from people. Yeah? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be really good. Yeah, I think so. He too. already is really good. He had a half. He had over half of uh, Garoppolo's passing yards, receiving. He was the fantasy. He was the fantasy. Forty six. <laughs> he was the dynasty nerds' top wide receiver going into the draft in the yeah. rookie drafts. Yeah, they know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Um. So yeah, Mostert added uh, two catches for only six yards. Kittle had one for nineteen. Bourne had one for six. Um, Emmanuel Sanders was targeted once but failed to bring in a reception. So this shapes up to a San Fran Casey Super Bowl in Miami. Yep. It's going to be fun. I'm excited about it. I'm excited that you're excited. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, generally speaking, I like the Super Bowl. Like I like the, you know, the fiasco of it all. The glitz and the glamour. Um, and the commercials. I I just said fiasco. It made me think of the the Bachelor this week. Twice girls on the Bachelor mispronounced words really badly. Uh-oh. This girl referred to a scenario as a finasco. That's not even close. And then we rewound it. Finasco. Yeah, she definitely said it. And then another girl said that they had to get dressed up in lingerie. Mm, sure. Yeah. Lingery. She was serious. She thought it was lingery. Oh, see, what happened was she, the cue cards she was reading. <laughs> she's illiterate. What? It's real. What are you talking she's about? She's illiterate. <laughs> she didn't know lingery. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, yeah, so... Uh, it's French. I, I like the fiasco of the Super Bowl. I like yeah. the experience. Typically, I don't do much for it. Like, we try to get people together, but the Super Bowl is one of those events where most people have something yearly that they do. True. So, like, starting a new event where you get people together for the Super Bowl is kind of tough. And do you know that, I think for the last couple years, people have been petitioning to make the Monday after a national holiday? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. Well, yeah. One of my first couple years teaching, I actually took a sick day, or took a personal day the day after the Super Bowl. Sure. Turned out I didn't really need it. Yeah. But it's just it's it's the same reason I love like the Saturday NFL games. Mm-hmm. No, you know, no work the next day, yeah. or uh, or like this past week I had um, uh, Martin Luther King Day on Monday, yeah. so I get to enjoy this Sunday's games with no school the next day. Sure. It's just a whole different mindset, you it know. Is, it is. Um, so it is. Uh, it is. I I would I would like that. I would like that very much. Yeah. Yeah. So Casey San Fran, do you have a a quick prediction? Well, yeah, I mean, I think Kansas City's, I think their offense is just too much. Okay. I think they're too much. Okay. I think that the unstoppable force versus the immovable object, I think that it will be the Chiefs offense that will prevail. Mm-hmm. And I think that the 49ers, um, like you said about Jimmy G's passing, <laughs> I think they're similar to the Titans in that if they get down and can't rely on that running game, and it's going to have to be Jimmy G dropping back and throwing every down, I don't yeah. think that's going to work. No. But I I like the situation I'm in as a viewer, as I was saying this at uh, Trivia Tonight. I don't have an issue with the 49ers. Either one of these teams winning, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to enjoy – I mean – Fantasy wise, I'd like the Chiefs to do better just because this is a little bit of money I'd be right, winning, of kind of on top of all the other wins this season. But I, um, I, I don't have a problem with Forty Nine ers. So either team winning it would be okay with me, which is a nice feeling. It means I'm not going to be disappointed by either result. It is fun. So 
I like that. Unless you decide to put a bunch of money on it. Yeah, I, I'm not a better. Okay. I'm not a betting person like betting on the game, like Vegas kind of stuff. Sure. That's not. I, I'd rather uh, either rely on my own skill. Sure. Or uh, just spend money on something that's tangible. You're cunning and guile. I like it. Yeah, you're using a lot of words tonight. I don't really get very well. <laughs> I don't really get very well. I don't really get words and talking. Words are hard sometimes. Yeah, they are hard sometimes. Um, Do you have predictions for the Pro Bowl? <laughs> oh, so this is what I was going to say about the Pro Bowl. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate the Pro Bowl. The, the obvious reason being that football is a violent sport. Without the violence, it loses any sort of entertainment value mm. or competitive value. Yeah, it's true. There's no benefit to either team winning. You know, I, I, I'll I give baseball credit that they actually have something riding on the result yeah. of the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. But baseball is easier to do that because you don't, they're not sacrificing their bodies in quite the same way. Right. Um, so I will say that my thought has always been, because they're, they're just walking through the motions in the game. What I thought would be funny is you take the newest version of Madden, and you have the Pro Bowl teams in Madden, and you have you could either have a simulation of the game, or you could have NFL the captains of the teams being the ones playing, or you bring in these Madden like actual champion yeah, guys sure. who sit and play Madden, and that's what they do. Anyway, you have the game played digitally. While all the NFL guys are just bantering and commenting about the whole thing. And I think that would be hilarious. I think that would have entertainment value. Nobody would get hurt. It would honor them, but still be, um, but not be something where they have to worry about getting hurt. I think that could be something good. That's what I've always thought. That would be kind of fun. I think it would be fun. Yeah. Because I know when, whenever I've had, whenever I've ever seen something where NFL players like have their own fantasy drafts and they're just BSing back and forth mm-hmm. with each other, I find it hilarious. Because mm-hmm. it's like they're real people all of a sudden. They know? are always real people. Yeah, but usually I only care about what they do in fantasy sure. land for, for my own, you know, enjoyment. And I don't think the, the players aren't even excited to play in the... No, especially, they're not. They avoid it. They, especially the the pros or the vets that have been there every year. Yeah. I mean, I can understand if you're a rookie and you get voted in or the first time right. you're voted in and you get to experience. But, I mean, if you're a vet that have been voted in like 10 times. And they pretend, you know, they'll not pretend, but they'll exaggerate injuries to avoid playing. Yep. And, you know, the the play. The other thing I don't understand is it's the week before the Super Bowl. So... The players that make the Super Bowl, in theory, there's good players that should be right. qualifying and playing. They're just out and they get replaced. Yep. That also doesn't make any sense to me. So, I don't know. The whole thing's kind of dumb. Um, but Drew Brees, his kid, he was posting his kids are all excited. They've got all their helmets for all the yeah. different teams. And they're going to go around and get them signed and stuff, you know. Your favorite Viking made it in as an alternate. Yeah. Pointy face. Yeah. Pinocchio. Yeah. That's good. I didn't realize it was for um, there was a spaziest player uh, award. He's the worst. Uh, I'll say it again. You take his stats and you compare him to other quarterbacks. He deserved to be an alternate in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, his stats uh, in games that count. 
doesn't matter. We're not talking about that. It doesn't matter? Really? It's for the whole year. I'm going to tell you something right now. For 10 years of my life, I watched Coach John Cooper of The Ohio State University coach his tail off. And they won nine games, ten games a year. And guess who he couldn't beat? He couldn't beat that team up north. And so guess what? Everybody in Ohio hated him, and he got the boot because he couldn't beat Michigan. So what have you done for me lately? Super Bowl? Uh, no. Last time I checked, Case Keenum was the one who got him close to a Super Bowl. Homeboy. Spilled all over myself. That was fitting. Um, that's that was what we call karma. That was a great tirade you had. It's karma cousins over there. You feel better? Um, I, I mean, point made. So now Mike we drop. can say pro. We don't have microphones. We can say I'm pro. I'm going to drop my phone. We but. can say pro bowl quarterback, Kirk Cousins. It's got a good ring to it. You know what? It just makes it all the funnier <laughs> when he falls on his pointy face, so it doesn't make any difference to me. Ugh. He um, did win the same amount of playoff games as Aaron Rodgers, though. So there's that. One. It's good. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. I think Aaron Rodgers needs a punch in the mouth. Yeah. But he is a way better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. It's true, he is. I don't think that's debatable. No, I've he never. Does such a punchable face. He, he really does. <laughs> and I think I saw a meme of Aaron Rodgers laying on his back. Saying if he had Hey-o. Allstate with uh, a bunch of Niners all over him, and he's just laid out, and it said if if Aaron Rodgers had Allstate, he could avoid mayhem like this. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's actually really good. I like that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have, uh, let's see, I have some various things. Okay, let's start with this. Um, I'll put you on the spot here, because I think this is kind of a fun conversation. Let's so. Uh, I was talking to this guy on Sleeper. We had a great, tra- a great trade debate that I'll get into a little bit later because I, I met my match and we we came up with something. Yeah, you said he's your trading spirit animal. Yeah, he's my spirit animal. Um, That's cute. He goes by the name of Wanna Beer Bad. <laughs> Say that one more time. Wanna Beer Bad. Wanna Beer Bad. Don't we all? Okay. Um, hey, I'll drink to that. Yeah. So, uh, so he, uh, we had a debate back and forth. For spoiler alert, I acquired one one. Congratulations in this trade. Now it's not super flex, okay. so it won't be Joe Burrow. But <clears throat> hey, taking one of those running backs sure. sounds pretty good. <clears throat> so uh, we'll get to the trade discussions in a little bit. Um, but uh, he said he would listen to the podcast. He said he did actually. He said he enjoyed it. Yeah. Asked who which one I was. I said I'm the loud one. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he said it was good. He said anatomy of a trade. He really enjoyed that. I thought, thanks, man. I'm going to give you a shout out. And then more importantly, I said, can we? Can I talk about our trade discussion? Because I think that'll be good content because we did a lot of back and forth. Also, he comes at, so he he clearly sees me as somebody willing to talk about fantasy at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's also, he said he's only been playing Dynasty for a year, by the way, which I thought was, it's kind of like Kurt, Kurt, where he just yeah. threw himself in and immersed himself in it. Um, Does but he, he have... Many teams now, or does he? He's. It sounds. Uh, he didn't tell me how many, okay. but uh, my guess is it's more than the normal person who just jumped in. Gotcha. But anyway, so he brought up a. I was at school and I checked my phone on a break, and he just brought up a scenario. I don't know if it had come up in one of his leagues or if he was just getting my opinion on it, just because it was a good thing. And I said, "Hey, that's a good thought. I'm going to steal that. We're going to talk about that on the podcast." Um. 
and uh, I don't know, he made some comment like uh, he should get royalties or something. I was like, well, we have 10 listeners, so don't get too excited. Well, 11 now with him. Yeah, so. exactly. He's number Thanks. 11. Lucky number 11. Yeah. All right, so here's the question. Okay. He said, let's say you have 1-1, one, one, or whoever has 1-1. One, one. Yeah. Let's say one side has 1-1, one, one, which in a super flex is going to be Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. All right? The other side has Jimmy Garoppolo. If these two sides want to work a trade out, which side is going to have to add a piece to acquire the other side? And what kind of a piece are they going to have to add? He asked me this. And so my response was, I think that, I think that the Burrow side should have to add because nobody has any idea if he's actually the real deal in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo do it. But I said that will never happen because rookie hype goes crazy and the potential of Burrow being, you know, Tom Brady, whatever, the next big guy, means that the Garoppolo owner would have to add, which probably means both sides are holding. Right. And he said, yeah, that, that that makes sense. So here was what I thought would be a fun discussion. So we call it rookie fever. We do call it rookie fever. And... That rookie and I fever, am infected, <laughs> and that they have they have ointment for that. Just so you know, but where once, do I put it? Well, <laughs> that's the next podcast. Medical uh, podcast coming soon. It, uh, closer to the draft, it's going to get bigger. Sure, and then once, once he sh- once he shows at the combine, right? Once he's actually on a team, even though we assume, he'll and be then one. the hype will get out of this world crazier. Once he's actually drafted and we know where he's going. Um, so, I mean, right now to get the 1-1 one, one is probably the cheapest you're going to get it. Well, sure. Right now. So, but in that scenario, um, if it's a super flex, quarterbacks are more valuable. So. If it's a one quarterback league, this is not a discussion. Well, yeah, not even close. Because. You'd get him, let's say you'd take him later, let's say second round of the rookie draft right. as your second guy. Right. And if he becomes a superstar, great, you have two. But the, that's that's why one quarterback is becoming yep. extinct. But in, in that scenario, um, you would have to add to the pick to get Jimmy G. That'd be my... So you think, in the actual real world, you think you would have to add to the pick to get Jimmy G? Yeah. Okay, so let's... Let's say this. Let's say you are holding 1 1. Mm-hmm. And I come at you and I say, I want 1 1, and I'll give you a quarterback for 1 1. Okay. I'm wondering which quarterbacks would straight up. So, so it sounds like it would be easier to get 1 1 from you. Like, so if I said, I'll give you Jimmy G for 1 1, you'd say, deal? If you were holding 1 1? If I'm holding 1-1 one, one and you give me Jimmy G, yeah, I would probably do that. Interesting. In a super flex. In a super flex. Wow. Okay. So this, yeah. okay. So, boy, this kind of throws a wrench in my gears a little bit. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. All right. So, obviously, if I, so then the super top of, so how low would we have to get on a quarterback list in order for that to happen. So you're holding 1-1. One, one. Mm-hmm. Let's say I come at you and I say, I'll give you Jameis Winston for 1-1. One, one. Would you accept? Yeah. 
Interesting. Okay. Well, Jameis Winston is like a... Yeah, but his job is not super secure. It's true. In theory, Joe Burrow would have a secure chance for a few years to be the guy in Cincinnati. So, yeah. I but mean, who knows, you know. Yeah. Okay. Let's say I come at you, so like, okay, so guys like Josh Allen are going to be obvious then, right? Mm-hmm. Josh Allen would, okay. Let's say I came at you and I said, I will give you Sam Darnold for 1-1. Yeah. That's an auto. Yeah. Okay. So any starting quarterback that has any sort of either youth mm-hmm. locked in starting position as a young guy like Sam Darnold mm-hmm. or who is locked in as an not older. So like, okay, what if I said I'll give you Drew Brees for 1-1? One, one? No. Too no, because he's too old. Right. So no Brady. No Breeze, no Philip Rivers, no Roethlisberger. I wouldn't do it for Mitch, please. Okay, Not because he's it. shown to yep. be terrible, sure. Um, At least for now. Who else? Tannehill obviously for? is not. He's. If yeah. I gave you Tannehill for 1-1, one, one, no. I can't imagine you'd accept that. No. You'd rather a Burrow. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Let's see, who else would who else would be on that list? Of not wanting? I mean, who wouldn't, Who of, of starters, who wouldn't get it done? Trying to think. What if I gave you Drew Locke for one one? No. You'd rather run one. I'd than rather, Drew Locke. yeah, because okay. he's not. It's not set in stone for sure, him. He, sure, sure. He started what three, four games. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, let's let's switch this up a little bit. Yeah. I am. I'm much more familiar with Joe Burrow than I am with Tua. Okay. But my understanding is Tua is a little bit more delayed because he's currently injured, right? Right. He's so he's going to be. Hip. So he's is he going to be out a year possibly? I don't More know. of a long term guy. I have no idea. Oh, let's back up for a second. <clears throat> Haskins wouldn't be, wouldn't get one one right. Mm. Okay. No. Daniel Jones would Daniel Jones get one one? Daniel Jones would be close. Okay, interesting. Yeah, uh, and on that note, what was your favorite Eli Manning moment? He retired. Uh, yeah, I. I mean, I don't know. He's he's an awkward mouth breather, so I don't really have a favorite moment. I mean, whatever. He whines a lot. Yeah, he does. But so do I, so I can't yeah. really fault him. So you're going to miss him. Okay, anyway, back back to Tua. <laughs> <laughs> so, so would you be as quick, you'd be quicker to give up Tua than Burrow, clearly. So would some of those guys that were iffy, or maybe not, Maybe you're higher on Tua. I don't know, because there's a lot of people who think Tua is a better prospect than Burrow. I don't know how anybody can say that. I mean, Burrow looks amazing. Just saying. I know. Burrow's got one year as a starter under his belt, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Tua's more accomplished. Isn't he? Uh, yeah. More experienced. This was the debate I heard about Burrow compared to um, that pretty lady Trevor Lawrence that beat Ohio State but lost to Burrow. Um, because Burrow, the, the the argument was that Trevor Lawrence is, what, two, two years younger yeah. at least, if not three, and that when Burrow was Trevor Lawrence's age, he was a backup at Ohio State, and he transferred because he wasn't getting to play because of because of Haskins being, right. you know, looking like looking like the guy. So the debate was like who's has a better potential there and everybody's yeah. big on Trevor Lawrence because the young the young breakout <clears throat> and the fact he just lost his first game uh-huh. like ever basically. Okay, so 
maybe and um so another interesting angle okay so wait let's go to let's go to frozen then you have one one yes and it's a super flex so what you're saying is if i was to say hey dave i'll give you Jameis winston for that one one you're saying that's a no-brainer in a super flex i'm telling now we're putting a real life on it yeah, and right. i am not making this offer by the way because you right. know i like Jameis. Well, of course what i'm saying is if i said Hey Dave, I will give you Jameis for one one in Frozen. What you're saying is that's an accept. Yeah, I would definitely give it a thought, and I would probably accept it. Would you add to one one to get Jameis though, or do you feel like that's too much then? Let's well, say. I mean, it depends on. L- let's say. Let's just let's just say. I'll give you Jameis for one one and my one twelve back. That's probably too much, I would think. Yeah. Too much? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. I mean, I would do Jameis for your 112 all day. <laughs> well, no, obviously that's... You want that 112 back? Well, you yeah, just you just said that 1-1 one, one was enough to get... <laughs> that Jameis was enough to get 1-1. One, one. Okay, so 1-1 one, one and 112 for Jameis, you wouldn't do that. Interesting. No. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hmm. That's it. That's it. Stuff to I'm, I'm going to be honest... I'm gonna. I might ponder this because I feel like I've got a little bit of Burrow fever right now. You know how I get with rookies. You know how I get with rookies. And as much as I love Jameis, it's it'd be something to think about. I feel like if you added any piece that I liked to that one-one, I feel like Jameis would be yours. But anyway, we can we can move on from this because I'm getting all hot and bothered <laughs> over here. Um. So let's let's change the conversation a little bit. So let's, let's say we get to. So who do you know who your top running back is at this point your top rookie running back i have no idea for me it depends on where they land very true yeah i can't so for for argument's sake let's say whether it's uh swift or dobbins Mm -hmm. who in my mind are the top two guys with this is with very little research just listening to some taylor would be third yeah, yeah, I've heard some, you know, I've got some opinions about him. But anyway, we can, we can, well, let's, let's just it. say the top running back of this class. Let's say Swift. Swift is pretty Swift agreed upon, course, right? Yeah. DeAndre Swift. So let's say he goes to an optimal spot. Let's say he goes to the Buccaneers mm. or the Colts. Let's take the Chiefs out of it because that's almost too good. Let's yeah. say he goes to the Colts. Okay. Safe to say he'd be the starter in Indianapolis. Over Mac? Or maybe that's not. Let's say Buccaneers. Maybe Buccaneers yeah, is better. Buccaneers, Buccaneers is, better. is better because less competition. Ronald Jones yes. is not as um, solidified as uh, Marlon Mack is. No. So let's say Swift goes to the Buccaneers. So mm-hmm. my question now is kind of the same thing. So let's say it's a super flex. So let's say it's 1-2, num- mm-hmm. which you know is going to be, we'll assume is Swift. Yeah. And we know he's a Buccaneer. What running backs would get that because running backs perform right away so now we've got that added aspect so when you think about like josh jacobs he was going third third fourth round of startups Mm -hmm. if i remember correctly um i'm already blanking on other running backs from this year that were rookies which is ridiculous of course Okay, Montgomery, Singletary. Montgomery was going third round of startups. Sanders. Sanders was going like fourth round of startups. So they perform so much earlier than other positions that Mm -hmm. they have, you know, like we wouldn't do this debate with wide receivers because they take so long. Right. So 
what running backs would get that one two away from you? Or maybe a better maybe a better plan would be let's say you have the one two and you want to acquire a running back for that one two. Oh. Who would you be? Because there's guys you'd have no chance of getting with one two. Right. You have I no mean, chance of Kamara. You know, have no chance of CMC. You have no chance Zeke, of Zeke. You have no chance of probably no chance of Sanders. Chubb would be out. No, no chance of Chubb. So would there be anybody who you think you could get with one two that you would like more than one two? Like, have we seen I mean, enough if, from Montgomery? I mean, if I that you'd if, rather have one two. If I could snag Cook from somebody, sure. You know, because he's a player who's been injured every yeah. year, and he wavers a little. Somebody bit. may be disappointed in his production, and mm-hmm. they may want to start with somebody else. If I could get Cook for one two, sure, I would do that. Okay, so he'd be good. <clears throat> I'd I'd think Melvin Gordon, no. He'd be like probably one six, one seven range. Yeah, so you've got the guys that are kind of in flux: mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell, yep. James Conner. James Conner is another one, right? Um, those kind of guys where they are likely. I mean, those are the kind of guys where you wouldn't be surprised if they. Well, Melvin Gordon will get a he'll get a job somewhere. Yeah. The other two could be flat out replaced. Yeah. realistically, um, Mixon maybe. He's another guy. Yeah. I feel like people are flying high. Mixon ended the year real he strong. Did. That's the problem with yeah, him. Yeah, so I'd, I'd go after Mixon. Um, and, it, you know, it all depends. I mean, it's it's easy to do, like, a straight up, but, you I mean, you have to look at the other person's roster. and Yeah, but, I, I mean, mean, it's in, in a, a vacuum. It's in a vacuum yeah, because, a vacuum. obviously, the especially <clears throat> position for position, because yeah. if you're trying to acquire one, two you're probably not doing that with another running back right. because why wouldn't you just, you know, that's why for me, the way I do things like giving Jameis for James Burrow doesn't make a lot of sense right. because really I'm just, I'm getting a little bit younger, but I'm also getting somebody who I haven't seen play in the NFL yet. Unproven. So, and going to a terrible team too. Right. So that's the kind of thing where, okay, if I got one, one and one twelve, now I know I'm getting mm-hmm. Joe Burrow and I'm getting a position player mm-hmm. that's going to be, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Um, so to, to answer kind of hedge question, my bets. Answer your question, I would go for Cook in that situation. Okay. All right. Well, I thought it was a nice I thought it was a nice little debate. I yeah. I almost feel like one of your bad was testing me. Sure. Like to see if I knew what I was talking about maybe he was, before he dedicated himself to listening to all this was, glory. He was testing your metal. He was testing my metal. M-E-T-T-L-E, metal. Speaking of testing your metal, yeah. you, did you see Midway, the movie about the Battle of the Midway? I did not, no. Oof. Do you like war movies? I do. Oh, it is epic. Is it? Oh, it's real solid. I've heard good things. My dad and I went to see it at the Hopkins Cheap Theater. Nice. We go to see war movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty, 1917 will be the next one. I was going to ask. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't seen that yet? Nope, not yet. We always, s- we always see him at the Chiefs. Have you seen that one war movie, um, Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard of it. I hear that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Smart Alec. All right. Um, how about we're, we're getting to the end of this first chunk here. Why don't we take a break? <clears throat> And I can run through with you some other uh, things to talk about, so I'm not just blindsiding you with absolutely uh, random uh, I, comparisons. Of... I love being blindsided. <laughs> oh, That's good. Fun. I'm Put glad. Me on the spot. 
All right, my friend, we will be back shortly. Booyah. Booyah. All right, quiz time, Dave. Can you name the artist? Spin Doctors. Can you name the song? <laughs> Two Princes. Can you name the <laughs> the album? No. <laughs> Pocket full of kryptonite. I actually bought the album back in the day, like when I was a kid. Uh, not good. <laughs> this is the the what? only good song on what? the entire I, album. They have one other song Do that they? I've heard, okay. but I uh, I forget <laughs> what it is. All right, um, let's uh, let's move on here. So um, that's great. That's a good choice, actually. <laughs> So, thank you. So, I am in, uh, let's say, 15 sleeper leagues or so. You have a problem. With almost all randos. Kurt is in several of them with me because he's the one who turned me on to the whole sleeper thing. That's great. Um, sounds like you're going to maybe get on on some of these where we where we need to have orphans. But, it's very possible. Uh, we'll get, we'll get, but we'll get to that. So, so ultimately, these were all last spring where, where I had a drafting itch and I started... I was in all these startups. Um, they were all last spring. So I did 15 startups in terms of like from, let's say, March to July. And now, the next year, some of those were orphans, most were startups. So now, like a year later, all of a sudden, there are all these conversations going and these are random people. So one mm-hmm. thing that's being talked about is kickers and defense. So there's yeah. a push <clears throat> to have a vote to get rid of kickers. Did they say why? Well, the one, the main comment was, we have to get rid of kickers because they're so random. They're so random. And I jetted in, and I jetted in. I don't know what that meant. I, I, I said my jetted. piece. I don't know what I meant. Um, it's late. I, well, not that late. Um, I, <laughs> you, you interjected. I interjected. That's a good one. Da-da-da-da. And I said, actually, I think picking kickers is a fine art. There's actually a lot of strategy to it. Like, I, I would not say it's random. And the this guy was like, well, all I do is just pick the best streamer off the waiver wire every week and just whoever has the best match, da, da, da. And I didn't say anything because what I'm thinking to myself is, boy, dude, that is a horrible way to do kickers because they're not easy enough to predict that you can do it that way. Mm. (laughs) What you do is you find a kicker on the right kind of offense where it's a good offense, ideally good but not great, where they get close but they're not, you know. You also want a team with a good, personally, I want one with a good defense where they're going to keep the other team from scoring, where they're not going to need touchdowns. So if they get close, they're not going for it. And then you stick with that kicker. You ride them because there's going to be ups and downs. You don't want to be trying to guess when they're going to have a good performance. But I I didn't share that with them. And the only way you have to worry about a kicker at that point is on your kicker's bye week. Yes. Yeah. 
And typically, I have a kicker I'm confident enough in that I drop some other loser from my bench. Pick and because of, if I have Tucker, I'm not dropping Tucker oh, on his bye it. week. No. Same same way with defense. I didn't drop the you know the uh, Patriots defense this mm. year when I needed somebody. Yeah. So it was put to a vote. Um, defense also came up. People are less inclined to get rid of defense, but many people I found want to get rid of kicker and defense. And I and I I'm weirded out when I even just look at a lineup that doesn't have kicker and defense. Yeah. I'm like, where's the bottom of the lineup? It's like there's no floor to it. It just it weirds me out. And so there were votes, and they had to be super majority. I think the one I'm thinking of had to be ten out of twelve had to vote to get rid of it. Oh wow! And so once three of us were sharing that, you know, the commissioner said, "Well, three people have shared in here that they're not." that they don't want to get rid of it. Mm. So that's already not going to work. People insisted on a vote. There's a vote. Mm. And then, okay, kickers stay. And then there was a guy that was grouchy today because the... There's always one. Uh, there was somebody grouchy today because the um, uh, because the, the vote had been taken down. And the commission just says, well, I mean, you saw the results. It passed. Why am I just leaving it sitting up there? Right. It's just not... It's just filling, taking up space. I don't really see the need to take it down, but, you know, it's just who cares, basically. Like, you all saw the chat. It didn't pass. Yeah. So you're on the same page as I am. Yeah. You feel kickers should stay. Yeah. And kickers de- are fantasy relevant. And defenses as well? Yeah, of Although course. I prefer IDP. <clears throat> right. Okay. But, I mean, if you have to. If you have to. Then, right. Yeah. Sure. So that was one one debate. So then we got into so many leagues where there are people just dropping out. Now, I've said this before where I would not just leave a league without saying anything. I mm-hmm. would say to the guys, guys, I'm not going to – I would never quit a league. However, if you can find somebody to fill my spot, I would like to be done. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you do that is basically the way I word it. And I'm – like you just said um, during the break, like trying to get rid of the some of the free teams. And you've yeah. successfully done that it sounds yes. like. And I have not. So some of the free ones I'm going to try to – they're not active anyway because yeah. people don't care. And, and so, also so on that too is if you're on sleeper and you are in a lot of leagues and you just bail on a league and you have people in other leagues that know you as someone oh, who bails. They start, they start talking about yeah, you hard. You don't, you don't want to be that guy. This guy dropped out without saying a word. And there, now he's in this league. He's going to do the same thing. There was a bad. guy who joined one <clears> and there was a like swell of – there was an uprising – of people freaking out. This guy just comes in and then leaves yeah. and he he just he doesn't say anything and he he's um he disrupts everything. He's not committed da da da. da. And um and I found out pretty early on that once you show on there that you're committed and you know what you're doing and you'll be active trading. I mean, I had guys a lot of these leagues I joined because guys who I was in the first few with were like, "Hey, I got an opening. You seem right. like you'd yeah. be probably interested." I'm like, yeah, and that's why it escalated so quickly to fifteen sleeper leagues. It's like networking. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, I like having the reputation of somebody that knows what they're doing mm-hmm. and is going to be active. Um, but I think the money aspect is also tricky because, you know, you've got you've got a website like League Safe that will hold funds. Yep which is better than it would be otherwise, but it wouldn't take much for somebody to all of a sudden be able to, you know, give themselves full control on league safe and then vanish with a bunch of money, which I hadn't thought about. And then I, and then I realized, boy, this is actually kind of risky because you don't know these people. Yeah. Um, 
especially if you have and now i don't think any of these are have a rolling pot i think they're all full dispersal every year because boy if you've got a pot of you know four grand that's that gets concerning um i've been really impressed with a lot of these commissioners where they do have you know everybody has to vote to allocate the funds they have to confirm they agree with what's being done and so um so that's kind of nice so i've got a business proposal for you oh yeah Let's start up a league. Wait, or are you going to say, or we could be Dog the Bounty Hunter for fantasy football funds? You got to lay off the Re- ice, bro. Repo man? Lay off the ice, bro. <laughs> no, uh, let's start a league, a dynasty league, make it imp- an empire league, make it impossible to repeat. After six years, we just leave. <laughs> we take the money, we split it. <laughs> We're golden. We just do everything, everything under fake names. And just nobody, nobody will know. $250 buy-in. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good way to get sued, yeah. Dave. Well, not if you use the name Dennis Spearson. <laughs> yeah, too many people know me as Dennis Spearson, though. Um, so. <laughs> you uh, you think about it. Don't give me an okay. answer now. Let it marinate. All right, that's fair. <laughs> so, so you got all these people dropping out, and now mm. these commissioners are going, hey, if you know anybody, hey, if you know anybody. So now you got these spots to fill. Mm. It's really tough because it depends on the quality of the team. Right. We've talked about this. Like, what do you look for in an orphan? And I've I've had some that are real works in progress and others where I'm, like, pretty pretty excited about the and orphan I'm taking over. We've also said if you have a good team, you're not going to leave it unless it's in extenuating circumstances like, right. you know, something happens. But I think it also depends, though, because I do feel if I was going to leave a league, I'd want to leave a league that was a good enough team that somebody could actually take it over. Sure. Because the other thing is, you know, you trade away your future. If you've, if there's no first-round picks, mm-hmm. why would somebody take that team over? Right. Um, and so that's the situation we're in in a couple of these leagues where, where guys were trying to find people to take over these teams, but no first-round picks... Yeah. You know, no, in many cases, no running backs is the most common problem, which wouldn't concern me, but most people have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's an issue. So, one thing I really like the idea of is a dispersal draft. So, if you've got a league where you've got three orphans being taken over, the three people coming in, if you know they come in, you'd probably just set it ahead of time. So, mm-hmm. they're coming in ahead of time agreeing to that. All the players on the three orphaned teams go into a pool, and then you have a mini draft. Yep. And so the three teams that are uh, coming in new, two, three owners that are coming in new would draft a snake draft. One, two, three, three, two, one, et cetera. I love that idea. Yeah, and, and I have done that. And one, so, okay, so here's another aspect to that is that I have, the one that I was in, had the it was only two teams coming in well that makes the dispersal draft not quite as interesting right the commissioner knew that the team i would have been taking over was terrible so he volunteered to put his team into the dispersal wow to help beef it up sure and so that brings up the 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 topic of what if you have teams in the league what if if there's a dispersal draft because you have new players coming in Anybody in the league who isn't happy with their team can put their players into the pool and take part. Yep. So, like, you know, you're Dave, you're sitting there, you took second place last year, you're feeling confident, your team's great. 
you hold. Sure. But if there's a team that's, you know, 7th, 8th, ninth place, you're just feeling stagnant, put it in there. You know, shake it up a little Hit bit. Hit the reset button. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I like, I like that idea and I think there's, there's no harm in opening it up to anybody who's not a fan of their team, Uh but this way people coming in aren't stuck with a team. They have ownership over their team. Now I would go one step further just because I'm a greedy guy. (laughs) If you choose to put all your players in and reset, Uh you got to pay a little bit, maybe half a year's entry fee. You got to pay something to reset. You just can't do it for free. Because it bails you out of poor decisions? Right. And you have a chance to improve your team through the dispersal draft. So you got to pay up a little bit to be able to reset. That's fair. And I I do like when I take over an orphan because most of the time they'll have one really good running back that was taken so early that Mm -hmm. I never would have taken in a startup. And I'll trade them for picks and wide receivers and everything else. Yep. But I remember this one dispersal draft. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, these people are so running back obsessed. I remember I got I remember I got <laughs> Thomas and then I came around or I got Nuke Hopkins, came around and got Thomas. Mm-hmm. It was only three player, you yeah, know, three teams. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm clearly gonna take Kittle next because he's, you know, it's what tight ends are gonna be more desirable. So I just it's just a nice way to get your uh you know, to get your um uh, strategy able to actually be done. So I hope that we can fill all these leagues because I hate them sitting there empty. It makes me nervous that it's going to get to be time for paying. You know, it makes me nervous about paying my entry fees yeah. because if this goes belly up, then what happens to that? Am I for sure getting my money back? But right. so far I've had really good luck with commissioners um, except for that guy who backed up the one who was belittling me. That, that, yeah. was, a, that was a bad one. So I'll say, if you have any openings and uh, there's somewhat decent teams, let me know. Well, just uh, add me on there and then I'll... Uh, yeah, I actually, I have it pulled up here. I'm... Uh, R3DOG with two Gs, 21. 21. Yeah, yeah. You, you know how I roll. Um, yeah, so just get me added in and then if I, if there's any still available, I'll take a look and... I mean, do you want me to just invite you to any of them, or do you want me to vet the teams for you? I like a little bit of vetting. Okay. <laughs> I love your picture. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, oh, Big Dave Dizzle just requested a, That's me. a friend. Okay. That's me. Um, cool. Well, then we can be in more leagues together, because we have two less after domination last year. Sure. Um, all right, so let's get into... You know how we said last week would be short. I think this week might actually actually be short. Yeah. Which is kind of nice because I'm very mm. sleepy. And it's snowy out. You know what? I can't help myself. We're gonna do something else before I go to that. Speaking of keeping this short, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Frozen. I'm gonna go to your little squad here, <laughs> and I just want to see what <clears throat> I I. Well, just know it hasn't been updated yet. The trade hasn't gone through. He's oh, your gotta, your big one. He still has to go in and. He hasn't accepted. No. Oh, that's too bad. So it's it's tough for me to do other trades because because it doesn't up to reflect date. your right. doesn't reflect your team. All my players leaving. Every player you have is on the bench. Exodus. Yeah, I did that for a reason. Throw you off. Well, that is really I don't like that. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna throw this out there first. I I don't think you actually. I think when push comes to shove, I don't think you'd actually give me one one for Jameis. You say that now. But I wonder if you actually would. 
But let's see about adding. Here's my reasoning. James. Oh, I, I mean, I know your reasoning. He has but Evans. I guess for the listeners, you could he say. He has Evans. Yeah, he's got Godwin. good pieces. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a <clears throat> tight end. He has a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone's got a tight end. And, again, you don't know what you're getting with Burrow. I know what I'm getting with Winston. Guy passes all day. He does pass all day. That's true. points, baby. That's true. He that's does what I want. Points. I want points. That's true. That's that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're gonna have to add significantly to get him. <laughs> and one twelve wouldn't do it, huh? One one and one twelve. That's no. that's too much. Interesting. All right. I tell you what. You throw in Dallas Goddard. It's a deal. <laughs> Boy, Ralph, you drive a hard bargain. All right, that's not going to happen right now. Let's move on. I'll have my people call your people. Yeah, have have your people call my people. All right, so let's get into some of this trade stuff. So um, I had some some good negotiations. So here is what I was going for. So let me first, I'll I'll give you the team. This is 12. So is this this that trade with your trading spirit animal? Yeah, this is my my new buddy. Your guy. My new buddy. Wanna beer. Wanna beer bad. Wanna beer bad. As we all do. He may have a drinking problem. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here's... This isn't a trade proposal. This is an intervention. (laughs) All right, so here is well. Let's just let's get to the trades. Going through, going through the team that takes that takes forever. All right, so it's here's the here's the high points. Twelve team. I think it's half point PPR, and it's one quarterback. Okay. And there's no kicker and there's no defense. Huh. Um, I had. Uh, I had three first round picks. I had before any of this trading. I had four, six, and eight, um, which is a nice situation to be in. Yeah. Um, I did. So the trade I made a few days ago. I I was talking with a different guy. I was talking with the champ actually. Okay. And I was trying to acquire my first back from him. I don't remember what the trade was, but he had my first, which was one eight. Okay. And I wanted it back. And so we were trying to work out something with Debo because I'm pretty solid at wide receiver in this league. I have uh, Metcalf, Thomas, Debo. Um, let's see. I had Shark. I had Sterling Shepard, James Washington. So I was feeling good about uh, Larry Fitzgerald, I guess. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I was feeling good about my... <laughs> <You're right. laughs> About my wide receiver. So I was trying to get my first back. Yeah. And so we had some talks back and forth, the champ and I, and I, there was talks with Debo and everything. Ultimately, what we came to was he was offering me Crowder and Chris Conley. Okay. And my 1-8 for Chark. And then I threw in BC Johnson because I don't care. I, he means <laughs> nothing to me. And I just wanted one more. I just didn't want to have to drop anybody. So sure. I just threw him in. And so I thought, okay, <clears throat> Crowder, <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. <clears throat> so I thought Crowder gets a lot of targets. Yeah. I uh, feel comfortable starting him within reason. I'm getting 1-8 back. And as much as I like Chark, that's a very, I'm very unsure of that wide receiving core and where he fits in and their quarterback position. Okay. So I'm invested in him in, him in a lot of places, 
but this was a place I could get out from under him yeah. and I could afford to lose him and I got that pick back. Makes so I felt sense. pretty good about that. So then <clears throat> he and I start having the conversation. So then uh, one of your bad and I start having the conversation where I'm trying to get one, one. And the trade offer that I sent him first, there was a lot of conversation here too, back and forth, but that's gonna be hard to sift through. So I'll look at the official offers that were sent. I offered him, because his running backs are bad, I offered him Gurley and Henderson and Kittle. And I asked for Ertz, Goddard, Justice Hill, and his one, the one one. Okay. So my thinking was that Kittle is a very desirable piece. Yeah. My thinking was that Gurley, as long as Henderson goes with him, still has good running back value. Mm-hmm. And my thinking was that, I don't know, I was hoping he was down on Ertz and Goddard for sure. some reason, and then I wanted that 1-1. One, one. He wasn't having that. I don't blame him. Right. This is before I knew how savvy he was. <clears throat> In fact, he sent me a message initially saying, boy, that's pretty lopsided, don't you think? I feel like the 1-1 one, one through 1-5 one, is pretty chalked, da-da-da. And I said, well, you know, I tried to throw something out there. Ultimately, what he said was, the 1-1 one, one is going to be hard to work in, but he likes the players in the deal. Mm. And I'm thinking, okay, so Kittleforts and Goddard, you know, that's something that could be worked out. Okay, great. So then he comes back. Because I, I, oh, I had Tyler Boyd as well. So I also threw in some other options. He he decided he had no interest in Gurley or in Henderson necessarily. Okay. So he throws out that he'll give me Ertz Goddard, his 2022nd and his 2021st for Boyd Kittle. I think this is the one. No, it's not the one one. I think it's for one because he also had multiple firsts. So I think it was like one. uh, I wish I remembered what these were. It was like one ten and one six or something or one five. And I said, oh, you know, that just seems pretty steep because I'm not getting the one ones. That kind of hurts it. Blah, 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 blah. So then we're bouncing back and forth. So then he says, okay, a 2021 first from me. And then he can throw in the other piece that I want. I, I'm not remembering this very well because I don't have this saved with the picks. <laughs> That's fine. But the but the point is that what ended up being accepted was um, that I got Ertz Goddard one one and one twelve because he had the champs pick. Okay. And I gave up Boyd Kittle one four and one eight. Boyd, I don't care about. I, yeah. you know, he just it doesn't mean much to me. Kittle for Ertz and Goddard, I'm all about. Yeah. And then I figure without quarterbacks being involved, because this is not a super flex, I now have 1 1, which is best running back, uh-huh. whoever I want. Yep. I have 112. I gave up 4 and 8, but I still have 6. So I now have 1 1, 1 6, and 112, and then Ertz and Goddard. I like that trade for you. Thank you. It's a good trade. I thought so too, but it was just funny because I kept trying to get him to throw in Justice Hill. I'm like, it's a deal if you throw in Justice Hill. Just throw that on top. And he's like, all right, I'll throw in Justice Hill if we make but... it two, if we make it two four instead of one twelve. Yeah. I'm like, well, I mean that's five picks. That's kind of a big drop. Right. Well, you know if you if you make it a twenty twenty one 
first and <laughs> instead of this. And I'm just like, oh, gosh. And I said to him at one point, I am not used to getting challenged, my friend. Right. <clears throat> so well done. That's great. <clears throat> Sorry, I have the coffees no, all of a sudden. You're fine. You should drink more beer. That would help. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I got a little left. Um, so then I have some other offers I've thrown out here just to see. So I decided to try to go after this. This this has no chance. I wanted to go after one two. I offered Gurley, Henderson, and Washington. Okay. For Montgomery and one two. No way. It's never gonna happen, right? No. Okay. Um. Another offer I sent uh, was in a well. This isn't a different league, but I'm just I'm on it right now. I wanted Michael Thomas. Okay. And I offered Juju and one. Is it one one? Can't be one one. Must be high though. One four. Let's say Juju and one four, and I wanted Michael Thomas. I don't think that'd be enough for me to give up Michael Thomas. Yeah, I kind of figured it wouldn't either. And so far, no response. So I'm assuming that's a no as well. I put out a lot of offers. All right. Here's the other league. This is one. This is my worst team on Sleeper in my... Well, it's not a bad team, but it ends up performing the worst, it seems like. It's a one-quarterback league. Again, it's PPR. It was one of the first orphans I took over. And then I immediately started making some moves. The problem is that I traded away my first and second round picks in 2020. And that doesn't feel very good. Sure. So if I was to start by telling you my team, I mean, one quarterback, I have Russell Wilson. That's fine. Yeah. Wide receivers, Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins. Golden. Feeling pretty good about that, right? Uh, Running backs, James White, Kenyon Drake, uh... Right now, my flexes are Slayton, Miller, and then Goddard at tight end. Anthony Miller? Yes. Okay. And I have a lot of um, guys on the bench that are kind of just these hoping for, you know, so I've got, uh, oh my gosh, Harris for running back, for uh, what new uh, for New England. Damian. Damian Harris, thank you. Damian Harris, Tony Pollard, Justice Hill, Robbie Anderson, uh, James Wait, Washington, those kind of guys. Justice Hill I know, shocker, weird. right? Weird. Um, Gesicki at tight end. I Deon, uh, uh, Deontay Johnson for the Steelers. Okay. You know, guys like that. Um, but I don't have picks, which is a real bummer. Yeah. So I've been trying to make some moves. Uh, this one I put out, and it was immediately accepted. And then I kind of was like, oh, this was dumb. I wanted to cash in on Rashad Penny to the Carson owner. Sure. And I got rid of Jalen Richard in the same trade because I don't care much about him. He must have had Carson and Jacobs. I think that was my thought process. I don't remember making this offer, but I got back (laughs) Jamal Williams and Jordan Wilkins. I feel like that was dumb. I think I might be more high on Jamal Williams than others because when Aaron Jones isn't doing something, Jamal Williams is. So that was pretty dumb, but oh well. I don't remember making that offer. Is there a no-take-backsies clause? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, he accepted it right away, so good for him. Yeah. Um, so then I made some offers here. I am, I've been trying for a year to turn Hopkins into multiple pieces. Yeah. Not getting rid of Thomas, but turning Nuke into some pieces. Okay. So I sent out this offer, and it was rejected very quickly. I sent out the offer of, and this is a guy who has no running backs, Nuke, James White, and Kenyon Drake. And I asked for uh, Chark, 
and Debo and Kyler Murray and then one one and one ten. No, one two and one ten. It was a high first. Okay. Well, he wasn't having that, so apparently he doesn't value. Now, he told me later, you know, I like Nuke. Maybe we can work something out. Well, I mean, I'm not sure how much you actually like Nuke. But... You had a chance, Bob. Yeah, so then I so then I abbreviated a little bit. I took out the one. I think it was the 1-1. One, one. I took out the 1-1. One, one. I said I'll give you Hopkins and James White for Chark, Samuel, and then these two firsts that I think are 1, let's say 1-6 and 1-10, something okay. like that. I think that's, you know, I mean... I didn't think that was awful, but that's people don't like giving up first at this point. If you've acquired a lot of firsts, it's probably because you want to take those picks. I'm the only person in the world, I think, that wants to team them together. Um, How about this one was turned down? I went, I found the guy who has Cook and Madison. Okay. And I offered him Boone for a 2023rd. Okay. They didn't like that. No. And the rookie draft only goes three rounds. Right. So I couldn't even have gone deeper than that. I would have done it for anything, <laughs> basically. That was immediately turned down. Then I got this offer from somebody once I said I was looking to make some moves. Yeah. They wanted to send me Jared Goff and Lazard for Kenyon Drake. And my response was, this is a one-quarterback league, and I have Russell Wilson, so Goff, even if I liked him, doesn't do much. I have Nuke and Thomas, so Lazard, it doesn't do much. No. And I'm dying dying in my shoes at running back, so why would I get rid of Kenyon Drake, who I actually think is going to, you know, I think Kenyon Drake's going to be a stud this year. He's finally getting his shot. So I was like, uh, yeah, and he's like, oh, well, I had to try. I'm like, "Eh, it's worth a shot. Except I don't think you looked at my team when you made that offer, because why would I ever do that? Most people don't. Right. So then my super great trade that was accepted, that was the Jamal Williams or Sean Penny one. (laughs) (coughs) And then this is the one, this one I was sitting here. I went to the Zeke owner. Okay. And I offered up Tony Pollard for Bryce Love. My thought process being there that... I know Tony Pollard is behind Zeke. Mm. Like, I know that his role is backup purely. Whereas Bryce Love? Who knows what Bryce Love could be? Who knows who's ahead of him, too? Right. I mean, they've got an they're old gonna, guy and an injured guy and another draft, old injured guy. They're going to draft a rookie. Well, right. That's yeah. probably the thing. So this guy should probably that's jump on this. I, you know, get rid of Bryce Love for something. But I <clears throat> figured I'd throw that out there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Lots of, lots of interesting... Uh, stuff going on interesting tidbits. interesting to me at least like <laughs> uh <clears throat> have you had have you had trade talk starting yet not no. really just those nibbles for Mahomes, just, huh? just the one i completed the big one with uh uh less yep and then uh just some nibbles on Mahomes. in all seriousness why did you move all your players to the bench what was the thought process i was bored <laughs> You thought it looked fun? Yeah. Huh. Well, okay. More power to you. Well, hey, man. That's uh, that's what I have on my list. Do you have anything else you want to talk about this week? I Yeah, I got nothing. It's, hey, so we can actually make this one a short one. Yeah. It makes, it makes me a little sad. Well. What are we going to do? We'll have some long ones in the future. Um, do you want to hear how my uh, Bachelor um, results are going? Not really. I, I think I speak for our tens of listeners who may not be interested as well. But 
if you <laughs> if you really had a week and you want to brag about it, go for it. Well, Victoria F <laughs> is going strong. Is she's a, she? she's adorable. Okay. But my second pick, Elena, Alana, Elena. She's a crazy person, apparently. Ooh. She's a pageant girl. Is, a lot of them are pageant is girls. Is one of your girls the one who said lingery? Uh, no. Okay. No. Uh, no. Um, or, or Finasco. Finasco. Um, but, uh, no. It sounds like a, a sauce, like Tabasco sauce. So, Elena is crazy, and the girls all hate her because she's fake, and they told Peter that. Peter pretty much asked Sydney to, to, to tattle. And she did. <clears throat> and so then Elena got really mad and staring everybody down, right? You sound like my aunt right And so now. then Peter <laughs> sent her home, but he clearly regretted it because he has a connection with her, even though she's a crazy person. So then due to the previews, we see that this is a, this is a classic Bachelor trope where she was sent home, but he regrets it. So he goes after her and he invites her back into the house. And all the girls are a Twitter. Oh, they're they're all yeah, they're chirping all right. Um, and then my third pick, she's pretty insignificant, but she's still alive, so you know that's great. It was I, a very exciting week. I can't imagine. There were some very there were some very um, attractive ladies that seemed pretty normal that got sent home. So. So basically, you have to be a crazy person to go on because the producers want crazy people because crazy people equal ratings. Oh, they're all broken. You don't want a bro- a boring girl from Iowa. Yeah, I mean, they're absolutely... These, these ladies, these poor ladies, they're all broken. To begin with, you got to have some screws loose to even go on a show Let's like be that. honest, none of them should be in a relationship. <laughs> they all need to have some me time. Like, they need to work on themselves. They should be on Dr. Phil. Yeah, they should. That's for sure. <coughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go get one of my lungs removed. Yeah. And um, we'll come back strong I'm next a, week, huh? I'm a donor. <laughs> You're what? A lung? I'm, I'm a donor. A lung donor? Sure. I don't think you can... Can you survive with only one lung? People do all the time. Interesting. I just made that up. I prefer, idea. I prefer to keep both. <laughs> all right, Dave. We yeah. uh, Let's have some in-depth probable analysis next week. Ooh, I can't wait. I can't bring myself to watch the Pro Bowl, um, but uh, we'll we'll touch on if there were any interesting uh, interesting tidbits. We'll see if the the Breeze boys got a bunch of good um, uh, autographs. And uh, yeah, we'll try to keep making those trades. Maybe we'll have a Frozen trade to talk about. Maybe we'll have a Westeros trade to talk about. Well, that doesn't matter to me. I'm the champ. I Maybe can't trade. I will have a Westeros trade to talk about. All right. Maybe it'll be with Danny. Well, more power to you on that. I wish you luck. I wish you luck. I think he's still licking his wounds from the trade where he, where uh, he gave me Aaron Donald and yeah. all those picks for what's his face. Oh, that was popcorn on my floor. Oh. Living with a girl, you're there's always get, popcorn on my floor. Get mice. All right, this has been Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Remember when we got so good at consolidating <laughs> at the end and just cutting it off? Now I'm just mumbling about popcorn on my floor. <clears throat> um, I'm Ralph. And I'm Dave. That's Dave, and this is Trips Around Ralph and Dave, and we're going to get out of here. Yeah. And we will see you next week. We thank you for listening. Well done, buddy. Well done, sir. All right, and, and um, peace out, players. Woo!